Welcome to Know Your Rights with Ellen Firestone. Through this podcast series, you'll become educated on the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and gain practical knowledge on how to apply what you learn in daily life. Listen and learn about each of the 30 articles and actions you can take to help promote and protect these human rights for yourself and others. Here's your host, United for Human Rights Ambassador and President's Volunteer Service Award recipient, Ellen Firestone. everyone. Today we're going to talk about Article 25 of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Article 25 has two parts. Part one, everyone has the right to a standard of living adequate for the health and well-being of himself and of his family, including food, clothing, housing, and medical care, and necessary social services, and the right to security in the event of unemployment, sickness, disability, widowhood, old age, or other lack of livelihood in circumstances beyond his control. Part two, motherhood and childhood are entitled to special care and assistance. All children, whether born in or out of wedlock, shall enjoy the same social protection. Our guest speaker today is Shailene Das. Shailene is an ambassador for Youth for Human Rights International, she lives in Kolkata City, India, the city of joy. Shailene received the 2020 Human Rights Champion Award from Dr. Mary Shuttleworth, founder and president of Youth for Human Rights International. Her human rights journey has been filled with passion and action. Please join me in welcoming Shailene Das. Hi, Shailene. Thanks so much for speaking with us today. Thank you. Warm greetings all the way from India. Namaste to you, Madam Ellen Firestone. It's a great opportunity for me today to talk about human rights and human rights education and to share my journey with you. And it's great opportunity for me to represent India. And I'm really honored to be here today with you. Oh, wonderful. So please share a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to begin working in the field of human rights. Yes, it's quite interesting and inspiring journey because uh, I learned human rights and universal declaration of human rights from my mother, Mrs. Deepa Das. She herself is a women's self-president in one organization in India, which is CPDR. The full form of CPDR is Committee for Protection of Democratic Rights. She's the one who involved me in social work, in social cause. And I have been seeing her since my childhood because she herself was connected with United for Human Rights for the last 15 years. And that time I used to see that I used to receive human rights booklets, CDs and DVDs. By holding her hands, I started my journey doing work when it comes to social work and educating and volunteering since my school school days and it has been over 15 years what I'm doing but if you ask me officially uh, like for how long I'm connected with Youth for Human Rights International I started since 2017 to work officially uh, and to promote human rights as a volunteer. From a volunteer, I got promoted as a state leader, till state leader, then I got promoted as a brand ambassador for Washington DC for Youth for Human Rights. Being a youth, I have seen there is no youth forum, but I thought that I should raise my voice and I can make one mission to educate every 
individual to uplift the society and communities to bring human rights education, whether it's school, colleges, or any management sectors or aviation sectors, because even I come from an aviation background too. So till then my journey started and I'm today, whoever am I just for my mother and all the credit goes to her. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Shailene. And thanks for all you're doing. And you're absolutely right. There's still way too many people who don't even know about the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And it's so important that we make it known so people can, you know, promote and protect these rights for themselves and others. So what yes. is the current, yes, what is the current scene in India in regards to part one of this particular human rights article, Article 25? Yeah, the Article 25 talk, talk about food and shelter for all, that we all have right to a good life mother and children, people who are old, unemployed or disabled, and all people have the right to be cared. This article number 25 in India, if you ask me, there are a lot of facilities which governments are giving, no doubt, like we have MCH, which is maternal child health. It's all about the care the mother get before pregnancy and after pregnancy from the medical department from the government but again i'll just talk about human rights because people don't know the right so if you don't know the right how can you fight for your own right that's a big law in india fine and current domestic violence there are a lot of i cannot end my interview with you on saying that because each and every sectors have problem and I believe the main problem is lack of human rights education because I believe I can see like a lot of people in school and colleges they learn history civic mathematics English but nobody talk about human rights and human rights education that subject is not there but mm -hmm. this is quite unfair like that's why there are a lot of things people maybe know a lot of things but again they cannot raise their voice and they cannot fight because they don't know the right that they have a right to speak they can they have a right to take stance so this thing is is there and article number 25 when it comes to food and shelter for motherhood like again i'll say a lot of women get discriminated in various ways in india like Till now, I don't know whether you know about it or not. It's quite famous because I believe people made it famous by doing it back to back. And I don't know how people are taking this and how they take stands. Uh, if they don't take stands, I don't know for how long people will face dowry, like women face dowry. And dowry means when a person is coming for a marriage, especially a groom family, they ask for property, jewelry, car, they demand for things as if they are coming to buy a female toy. Think like that, we are a toy and we don't have any value. So this wow. is how things started. And in the family, like again, if I'll talk about the motherhood, if a mother or a pregnant lady, it's not able to give a male child later on, even she get harassed, she get brutally treated and go through horrific abuses. And in still now, like uh, after coming through many years, even in this generation, whether it's a villages or in city area, Till now, if you are if you are not able to give a birth to a male child, you have no value in the family. The mother don't get proper food. The mother don't get proper care. Like as if it was in her own hand. Even lack of science education and lack of human rights education, both 
so this is how things goes and in-laws tortures husband torture and then uh, again we come up people don't know rights in various ways even people don't know their reproductive rights for how long and after how many year, years a body say yes for a next birth or for a next pregnancy this is also not there and back to back people go through a lot of abortion women face a lot of pain and a lot of problems in their human body so this is how this has been going in india currently if you ask me wow okay and when you when you look at this human right what percent of people in your country of 1.4 billion mm-hmm. do you estimate have adequate food clothing housing and medical care then i'll say half percent because half percentage uh, maybe is there because in india i can see lot of people die just because of food and shelter because there is no proper education no proper job for youth and mm-hmm. lot of domestic violence are there the people who are eligible for jobs uh, they don't get it uh, some corruptions are there inside and if you ask me the food and shelter again it start from the basic Uh, rights and basic education because if some you, you know ru- ruler party or a leaders running the city or running their country they should do lot of education sectors where youth can get educated and then after getting educated youth can become a teacher or leader so that they can spread this awareness and they can take this legacy ahead this is how they can look after themselves but in rural part there there are less medical facilities there are less education opportunities so this is how things are going on in india and lot of people face lot of problem ellen wow and so what did you say 50% would you say 50% yeah. wow yes, okay yes of course yes yeah i mean you're bringing up some really good points here and you're you're also showing how these human rights interrelate because the article 23 which is a couple of human rights before this was the right to work so obviously mm-hmm. you need, you need to be able to work to provide the food and mm-hmm. shelter and and all that for your family and then article yeah. 26 the next human right is the right to education and part of that is you know that mm-hmm. you, that you're educated on your human rights so these mm-hmm. are these are interrelated and and so important that they are executed exactly right yes So does India have some sort of security program in place to help individuals and families in the event of lack of livelihood in circumstances beyond a person's control like in the event that they cannot work? Yes, absolutely there are uh, there are a lot of you know organization who work for old age home who work for orphanage kids even there are a lot of women who got you know forcedly into slavery even in prostitution they make their own forums and organization where a lot of people come up and you know donate and they are giving the second chance to those people uh, who who all are you know domestic violence victims they are helping them in this way so yes this is how india is helping lot of people like this even i have experienced by visiting old age home and orphanage with my mother by organizing a seminar uh, of human rights so yes i have experienced it there are a lot of things india is trying to do it oh fantastic what type of special care and assistance is given to mothers and children is that's part 2 of this article 
uh, as I already mentioned about MCH, which is maternal child health, like in India, there are a lot of forums who all are working with this kind of organization. They're giving special care to the pregnant mother and after their delivery, special care they're giving in hospitals so that, you know, the mother and the child get, get the best facilities. So yes, uh, this is how people are doing in medical fields and they're getting uh, special care from the uh, medical department. Thank you. And then how have you observed this right, this right in particular, Article 25 being violated? This is a very good question, Helen. Like I'll say, like there are a lot of children are coming on road and they're uh, they're working as a beggars, and then people are misusing those children, maybe child trafficking, and they are taking those children into prostitution, and maybe uh, they're kidnapping them and selling their organs. So this is how. Uh, people are misusing and violating uh, their rights and i hardly i have seen that india is taking care of uh, care of it because a lot of organizations do and a lot of police they do but again the percentage of criminal minded is so high that uh, it's not working that way and we all are trying to work on that way so that no mother and child you know get separated and nobody is misusing them when it comes to rape, molestation, and many more deadly crimes in India. Mm-hmm. Wow, horrible. And yeah. and thank you. Thank you for all you are doing, Shailene. Right it's fantastic. On. Yes. Can you suggest some things that listeners around the world can do in their local communities to help promote or protect this human right? Yes, absolutely. The best thing is Unite for Human Rights Forum and the youth component, which is Youth for Human Rights International. And for that, we both are here today. And that, that's the best forum. And all the people from different, different parts of the world get united just to promote human rights education and Youth for Human Rights and United for Human Rights. They're doing the best job by giving free seminars, workshop, by holding a youth summit in New York every year and by their materials, which is, you know, t-shirt caps, booklets, and DVDs. Ellen, if you ask me, then again, I can say that I'm a person who doesn't come from a political background, nor from a film background, just come from a very good family, supported family, who, who, uh, you know, who all are supporting me uh, unconditionally. And the credit goes to my mom and dad, who taught me how to help humankind and how to be with them when they need you. And yes, again, I would like to request all the viewers that if I can do this and if I can take this mission and I can take this good initiative, being being a being an ordinary person, if then you can do the same. That's so true. Thank you, Shailene. And yes, Youth for Human Rights had their 20th anniversary last year, and they've been doing this, this great work for 20, well, we're going on 21 years now. And anyone, like you said, can get involved. Is there anything else you'd like to share in regards to this or any of the 30 human rights? Yes, absolutely, Ellen. I would like to, as I already mentioned in my first line, like it's my mission to make human rights education uh, and human rights subject as a compulsory one in school, colleges, even in aviation sectors, because even I come from aviation, I can see a lot of domestic violence are there too. If you ask me why, again, I can say lack of human rights education. People whosoever working in any kind of field today, whether they're doctor, whether they're engineer or they're pilots or 
anything, but they do face problem in their life. Anybody can be the victim of domestic violence, that you know. But the thing, why we are doing this, uh, it, it, it's, it's a remedy or it's a weapon to know your own rights so that anything happen in your life, you can at least take a stand and protest and you can be empowered to face that situation and enough bone and courageous. And yes, my favorite is article number two, which is no discrimination. And article number 16, the people have right to marriage and to, uh, to start their own family. But again, if you ask me the current domestic violence on article number two and article number 16, then there are a lot of, because article number two, discrimination, keeps going on when it comes to, you know, dowry, when the in-laws or husband uh, torture or the uh, husband get torture from their wives. And then article number 16, that, yeah, I have a right to marriage and I have a right to select my own life partner. But in India, in some villages, even in cities, that young child or young uh, female or male, they don't have the privilege or they don't get that power or state of mind to decide their own life partner by their own choices. This is mm -hmm. not there. So again, I'll say lack of human rights education that whosoever, okay, fine, you are giving birth to your kid, whether it's a girl child or it's a male child, but later on, if they grow up, if they find their own partners, they have full rights and the, they can go for it to choose whom to be with and whom to spend the rest of the life. But again, they need to take permission from the families. They need to ask them why all these things start. So this is pretty bad that if you're giving birth, that doesn't mean you will keep that person in your cave and you will just rule uh, that person's life. So the, this these things are also there in India. But again, I'm trying to uplift the communities. I'm trying to uplift the society by giving seminars, by reaching a lot of people, by spreading awareness of human rights education. And one thing I believe, Ellen, I would like to share my journey with you. All I know, like even in United States of America or even India or in 190 countries, every country have more or less problem. But when we get united in a one platform, which is united for human rights and youth for human rights, then people can change a lot of things and people do change it. But at least we can have a ray of hope to change the youth, to bring some changes in themselves so that they don't face any kind of problem, whether it's a human rights problem or drug problem or any problem or anything, whatever they face in their life, they sometimes, I don't want them to end their life. Sometimes uh, a youth uh, can't uh, handle some situation to be enough bold courage courageous and rebellious to uh, face that situation and so human rights is the solution if you have any kind of problem in your life to stay empowered and to keep yourself happy and your mental peace wonderful shailene thank you so much for sharing your your thoughts your ideas and all that you are doing and I think you're an inspiration for others to one, like you said many times, to get educated on your human rights, but also mm -hmm. to get into action because we need more people helping and spreading the word. And the main point is government will do what they're going to do. Businesses do their thing, mm -hmm. but everyday citizens also can help and they can help in a big way. So thanks again for sharing everything and keep going. Thank you so much, Ellen. I'm really honored to be with you. And it was a lovely talk show and interview. And thank you, Ellen.
Thank you for listening to Know Your Rights with Ellen Firestone. To learn more, visit thefirestone.org.